Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs>
culturally what's been done for years. And, you know, it just seems insensitive. It is unfortunate that at times they don't realize, like, look, you know, this could be a compromise. We did move into this neighborhood. Um, we could at least leave some of the uh, elements that were here before we moved in here. I mean, if it's not affecting anybody in a uh, physical or a violent or something like that type of way, I, I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, you could have moved somewhere else when you were going on your tour. Like you, you never heard of how they say you should visit an area in the day as well as the night and see what's really going on. So you didn't know that this was something that was a regular. So, I mean, you know, kind of, that's just kind of like my thoughts on the situation. So I think kind of piggybacking on uh, what he just said is that it's a very key thing. You knew what was happening when you moved in. You scouted that area. You were there during the day and most likely you were there at night. And this store has been there for 20, 25 years. It's a part of the culture and the fabric of DC. It's right by Howard University. Right across the street used to be the CVS Pharmacy. And they used to have a, um, where they used to take those pictures, they used to have a graphic artist that would come and paint those paintings of like the Mercedes or the Hummer. And then people would pose all night in front of CVS right across the street from the uh, Metro PCS store and take pictures. Um, so for me, I just found it very interesting that you would move into a community that is inclusive and then decide that you wanted to impose your presence and make a change and enforce a change in that community because you as one person didn't like it. And it's not that it's a set of people um, at the Shea. It's particularly like one person uh, that's making the complaint against Metro mm. PCS. And so it's just really unfortunate that this kind of modern-day colonialism is occurring in D.C. all the time, and it's become rampant to the point where it doesn't strip the culture, but it sucks it out. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here, because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Okay, so let me play devil's advocate. I mean, not that I'm against anything that's being said right now. Living in a city, of course there's noise. Of course you're going to hear different things. It's going to be, like, loud at times. Um, but I don't even know, and maybe somebody can enlighten me, just how much go-go is being played throughout the day down there on that corner. Is it all day long is the go-go is being played? Nah, Bob. Or is it just at night, or or what, no, what, is the, what are the peak times? It's, it's, it's all day, but the way it works is this is the corner of 7 and you. It's a very, very busy corner, and so if you're at a stoplight, you'll hear it. But it's not so loud that it hurts the person's ears, as that gentleman was saying on one of the interviews. No, it's loud, it's loud enough, but it's a, it's almost kind of like a um, community corner, if you will. I mean, because okay. back in the day, they used to have um, you know the two gentlemen that used to dress up as the cop Rufus from uh, Martin. Oh, Jerome. Yeah, no, yeah Jerome. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Jerome. <laughs> Jerome, yes. Oldest, oldest. <laughs> yeah, they used to be there on the corner. <laughs> the kids would come. They used to um, buy ice cream uh, back in the day. So were, it, it was a fabric of the community. It's, it's part of the community. Mm -hmm. And so for one or two or even three people to complain, especially from that new condo, because when that condo came in, they also came in a few years ago and if you only saw the advertising on that building literally in the heart of dc on u street 
is this mammoth building and on the side of the building to get renters to come and people to come buy the condos eventually they had a picture of like a blonde Marilyn Monroe looking type woman indicating mm-hmm. that that was the type of people they were trying to track and that's on the corner right there on the U Street between 7th and 9th Street I'm not rocking Mo Aaron, Aaron you want to say something about it? No I think they already covered everything perfectly but this is what happens and what can you really do? Because when you I, to their neighborhoods, you can't say, oh, take down those Confederate flags. Do they come down? No. Nah, Bob. All the stuff that they have in their neighborhoods that have been there get to stay. So why is it when they move to our neighborhoods or in our cities, all of a sudden we have to acclimate to them? So a lot of people are standing up. I mean, I've seen posts by Big G and different different people who, you know, are staples in the city uh, just you know, talking about how ironic it is, is that you got it. This is Chuck Brown Avenue and, and, and you have Gogo being played. And now people are saying that that's not good enough or that's not acceptable. And you're trying to change that. So, I mean, what's going to happen? What do y'all think the outcome is going to be? Will it, will it, cause I don't even think as of late, they've been playing Gogo music as frequently or as much as they, they have. I think that I don't, I don't know if they got a, cease and desist order or if the, the, the speakers were actually taken down? So the speakers were taken down. T-Mobile um, sent a request to the store that they had to remove the speakers. So they were playing Google every day. And so um, Councilwoman uh, Nato, she wrote a letter as well asking them to reconsider um, because, you know, obviously this is a, a piece of the community. And so I think when you come into D.C., you know, it's part of the culture. It's not just the cherry blossoms you know, or, or the Duke Ellington jazz. It's also go-go. That's a fat part of the fabric of D.C. And so um, they are looking to try and change that. So they're trying to uh, have rallies and there are also protests currently going on. Um, let's get into our question of the day. Uh, question of the day. Let me just pull it up here. I don't have my... Stuff. Okay, so I, I took this from, from a chat that I'm on, uh, and y'all can have at it once I finish reading it. I'm trying not to Floyd Mayweather it up today. I'm Floyd just, just get this one straight out. Uh, it says, what would you do? I allowed my 12-year-old daughter to purchase dime-sized hoop earrings with her earned allowance to reinforce that hard work should be rewarded. Her father, my longtime ex-husband, threw them in the trash what? and not only told her that they are inappropriate. He then texted me and told me that my daughter is dressing like a hoochie and that she is patterning herself after me. Double insult. I work hard to teach my daughter how to carry herself like a queen and she, and that she is beautiful. He is now tearing down her self-esteem and blaming me. I love some constructive advice on what I should Cannot do. Cannot win with him. Anybody? Can't do it. He's the only one that got kids on it. No, what does that got to do with y'all answering the question to help this lady out? <laughs> I'm sorry, give man. I, I don't. I don't feel like there's enough to this story to give proper guidance at all. In my opinion, it's just this is not enough context to it. And I believe it's probably more than a hoop earrings that he made that comment about her dressing like a hoochie. I don't. I, I didn't. I don't know. I don't consider hoop earrings as like hoochie wear. Uh, at least I don't. So that's stupid, guys. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I just think there's more to this, and the fact that they're not together no more. They maybe it is the way that 
she dresses and maybe that's what initially got them together but maybe after time he you know whatever happened maybe that's what split them apart I don't know but it's not enough to the story to give like proper like a proper synapse and so like yeah you should this should do this or do that I, I mean honestly where do you go from here at this point because as a parent your words have so much power over your children and so you got to be careful what you say even even in like critiquing your child you know what I'm saying like you have to be mindful of the way in which you do that because mm. the world now is a lot different than as a parent when you grew up I just feel like kids are looking for more affirmation than they did previously like before back in the day you didn't get a whole lot of that you just kind of dealt with it moved on you may have balled it up into anger you're saying the kids is so you're saying the kids soft these days that's <laughs> don't listen to he's an idiot all right that's what we got to say about that oh, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> i just what i've observed i'm just looking at observation and they need that affirmation and it, in, the, in the age where everybody's running the social media for that affirmation yeah. um you know if you're if you're not getting it at home you're gonna look for it elsewhere and when someone gives it to you, then that could lead down a different path. But yeah. I don't, I don't, this story here has a lot more to it. And yeah, we for don't sure. have all those answers to that, to the story. Yeah, for sure. Angus? I think that, let's say, for instance, this happened in a vacuum, we don't have any other details. I definitely think that she should talk directly to the father um, and find out where he was coming from and why he would do that. But it sounds like they have a very contentious relationship. Um, but I would definitely make that effort to speak with him and try and explain, you know, my thought process and where I was coming from and see if we can find a common ground and to help her understand that, you know, she is a young lady and that as a woman yourself, um, how you can relate to her and how he may not be able to see that. And then I would also talk to the daughter and find out like what her thoughts were on it and how she felt about it. And just basically kind of reinforce her positively and um, maybe seek another way or another thing to find for her to purchase her money with that won't create essentially a, a discord between the three of them. I, I'm thinking the mom is going to Kirk out and go crazy. The fact that the father just took the took the hoop earrings and trashed themselves. It's like when Aaron threw that that uh, that doggy bowl in the trash. I mean, just to take a different angle to this. Uh -huh. I mean, if you want to be in complete control, or from the father's perspective of what your kid is doing, how they're dressing, you need to be in the house. So when you choose to separate, then you don't have complete autonomy over what your kid does and doesn't do because there's another parent who's in charge of the household so especially if you didn't buy something and you throwing things in the trash that's something you take into account when you decide that you no longer gonna be with the mother of your children or you're gonna have children with somebody you don't plan on being with so that's just one of those things yeah nah it's, it's definitely unfortunate that that the daughter ha has to be like the the, the pawn piece because it, it seems like they're, they're pitting 
the daughter against each other or using the daughter as like a like to harm the the other parent because she threw i mean he threw the earrings in the trash like that's a little extreme i mean you could just take the earrings off say hey you know i don't really want you wearing earrings we want to get these jones back to your mom and then you know she maybe get you something else but the the fact that he like took them Johnson and then trashed them $13,000 a month what more do you want from and me then, plus like did this Batman like trash oh them in front of her or did he, did he like do it on the slide like when she went upstairs or like you know she it like, sounded like, sound like he it sounded like he told her like yeah you dress like your mother like a hoochie yeah. take them jumps off and then, right. them so, like he's trying to just, punish the mother though Right, and yeah. he probably definitely did it. Just a quick story. Um, when, when we were uh, kids, like, me and my cousin were chilling in the house, and uh, this was the, during the time of the Warren G era. And, like, his his pops ain't ain't let him listen to, like, nothing with parental advisory, nothing. He came, We it was just us that the, all the adults came home. He came home, he took the cassette tape out, he stomped that joint, dog, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I still remember that joint like it was yesterday. Yo. It's just like, dog, that's that's over the top. And at, and subsequently to this day, you know, like I think their relationship has gotten better, but it was a long time like they didn't really have the best relationship. So that's going to what D was saying. So if he did do things like throwing the, the earrings away and that's trash and that, like that's that's you doing too much. You doing way too much. Yeah, you're doing too much. I mean, for her, I would just probably advise you, much what Angus said, like, you, you probably just didn't have a conversation with him. Uh, just about, and I would highlight, I would highlight just the daughter, really, because, I mean, you know, even though you guys aren't together, you know, doing those type of behaviors, like D said, can, can be very detrimental and harmful to the self-esteem of, you know. That's right, you already know. The, the daughter, in years to come, you know what I'm saying? And of course, like kids, they're always seeking and looking for the approval of their parents. And and so for you to just make her feel bad about herself, you know, harmful ramifications to, to your daughter. So, I mean, I, trying to explain that to him, I mean, I don't even know if that'll work. It, it, nah, nah. Depending on the type of relationship y'all have with one another, I, I don't even know, man. That jumped crazy. But they're clearly not on the same page, obviously. But I think a larger issue that needs to be addressed is that even though we may not be on the same page, we have to have a mutual respect for each other. And I don't think it's appropriate or it's a positive thing for me to be bashing, you know, my my child's father to my child or the child's mother to the child. Yeah. And so that's when they definitely have to get on the same page about for sure, if anything, if nothing else. They've got to get on the same page with that because that's also very detrimental to the child. Even more so than just trashing the earrings is that you are dismantling and debasing this child's mother in front of her to her, basically saying, don't aspire to be her her mother. And that's as a girl, a young girl who you idolize is your mother. Yeah, yeah nah, for facts, all facts. Uh, let's talk the NCAA championship. I know you what you watched the Angus, right? <laughs> I did. You follow you follow NCAA uh, March Madness pretty heavy. I, I was a little surprised because I like come across your timeline every time I look. You got the gear on you, all in front of the TV, yelling and screaming. <laughs> so you know, um, I, I, where, where, 
were you happy with the the championship game? Um, I was. You know, this is actually one of the best tourneys in a long time, only because um, it was actually seated very well. Um, but then there were still upsets, which were really nice. The the beauty about NCAA basketball March Madness is that it's the heart and the soul that these kids bring to the game, and so you don't find that in the NBA. And so to see the upsets and to see you know the rallying behind and to see how you know the support of the of the friends, the family, and the teachers and the coaches, you know, it just it adds all the excitement. And the stakes are even higher. So this was a great tourney. I thought it was wonderfully seated. Uh, I love the upset, um, but I was kind of upset with the Tennessee-Purdue game. I thought that was kind of poorly called. I have to say that. Um, that ball went out on its foot. That game should not have gone to overtime. Um, yeah, I thought Purdue did a really good job. I thought they were kind of the Cinderella team this year. Um, and, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a great journey. Virginia, I, wasn't so surpri- I was kind of surprised a little bit because, to me, they kind of – they kind of embarrassed themselves last year when they came out so early mm-hmm. and got seated by such a low team, a low seated team. Um, but I really enjoyed watching these guys play. I mean, they were really, I mean, they were shooting those threes like it was nothing. I mean, like, I, it, it was crazy to me. Like, it just, but it, it was, it was good though to see, um, to see them rally and to see a good defensive team like Texas Tech come up and, and really give them a run for their money. So I thought it was a great game. Yeah, well, so we were, we were talking about it the other day, but Virginia wins the championship. For those, for those who don't know, know uh, Virginia Cavaliers wins the NCAA championship, 85-77 versus the Texas Tech Raiders. Um, this is just another game that Texas Tech, uh, you know, they, they they played tough. They played this one all the way through, but they Virginia's just had I, I don't know. No, I think I, and I you know of course I'm always talking about Stern's orders and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But oh, I'm out of here. when Aaron brought it up the other day, I kind of thought about it. So if you look at like the trend of stuff that happens, so like you had a tragedy in Charlottesville, like uh, like a year and a half ago with the whole Charlottesville with with the Heather hired, she gets run over by a vehicle, dies. You had like the the uh, the white supremacists out there with the tiki torches, all that goes down, and it's like a bad look on the city. And now, uh, you know, a, a year and a half later, the Virginia Cavaliers wins. The national championship game and so like like all is right now and if you see it, it there's there's so many like instances where stuff has happened bad negative and then all of a sudden like that same year or the year after then there's like this sporting event wins in the town i think like houston they they had the the whole flooding thing and then the houston um uh, Astros win the, wins the World Series, and then you had the Boston Marathon like issue, and then the Patriots won the uh, won the Super Bowl that year. Like, do y'all do y'all believe in that stuff? Like, do you think there's any truth to that? That's stupid. Use your common sense. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I don't really do too too much into the whole conspiracies. You know, that's that's your thing with the Stearns order. <laughs> Oh, you know, like I just take I just take it all in stride. Like whether it's good, whether it's bad. I mean, bad things have been happening in sports 
since the beginning of time. And that's not about to change. It's, you know, of course, everybody was up in arms about the, uh, the Saints call. Uh, you know, in an NFC championship game, but nobody was up in arms that they missed that Jared Goff blatant uh, face mask that, you know, had that been called, it might have been a different situation. Maybe New Orleans isn't, you know, in that position for that call to be missed. So that's just how I view it. Like, I don't I don't really look too much, too deep into that stuff. I, I consume the game or view the games and, you know, it's ups and downs for both teams, and, and that's going to never change throughout the history from here till infinity. So, so Aaron, you know, no, I like how you try to throw me in on your little Stearns orders. You know, that's your exclusive little corner of the show. But, I mean, <laughs> I said what I said. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 9-11 happens, then magically the Patriots win the Super Bowl, then Katrina happens, and magically the Saints win the Super Bowl. It's, I'm not saying necessarily it's a conspiracy or not. I'm just saying it's something to think of. But how many examples in history could we go? Like, you know, miracles and crazy things do happen, right? You, you're aware of that? You know, all stars do align in, in situations. You, you're you aware of that, right? I don't believe in moon stars and quasars, though. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, I'm just saying. You, stuff happens. But things take place and they line, they line up through the course of history events. Even if you look at, for instance, like Golden State, right? Like how all that came together. First of all, it was possible due to the Steph Curry injuries because he got that low ball contract. If he had been paid to max because he had never been hurt, you know, uh, first of all, there's that. Then you have the situation where they blow the lead, uh, the 3-1 they they come back from 3-1, then they blow the 3-1. And so, and then you have KD, then the cap goes up. So all of these things, just all of the stars aligned in order to put them in a position to be able to have KD. So what I'm saying, like these things happen. Are no, there I don't some disagree with you that, at all on that. I'm not saying that this is a thing or not. Like that, I'm not one to say, oh, this is definitely what's going on or like the doctor said, like that's not me at all. I'm just saying like, while these things were happening, like it came to my mind at those times, not just like looking back and trying to pick and choose different things. It's just things that crossed my mind. And so I mentioned nah, I mean, in the chat. Nah, and here's the thing. Like, I, I, I hear you on that or whatever. Um, but I guess, as I mentioned, like, I'm just not looking that deeply into that stuff. And maybe it's because, you know, it's not affecting, um, you know, my life on a day-to-day. Cause you're not betting on the games. That's another thing. When you bet I mean, on the games, I, I, yeah, that's a I whole mean, different. It's, uh, it's no. never, it's never <laughs> been a game. It's never been a game like that. I bet it on that. I bet on with the casino where something's crazy happened. The craziest game that I bet on with anybody. Well, actually two, and they both were Patriots games. Like I bet against the Patriots in the Seahawks game, and of course we know they didn't give it to Marshawn Lynch, and we know what happened. And then I bet against the Patriots in the Falcons game, and of course we know the Falcons were up twenty-eight-three, and they blew that. So those are two games, you know, that I bet on, where you know crazy things happen that I didn't foresee happening. But I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, I get, I totally could get how somebody who has a bunch of money riding on something would feel a type of way. Um, and that, 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 that's not a miss on me. <laughs> Duh, well, well, Aaron called it. He said UVA was going to get the W. So I went up to West Virginia, put 500 down on, on and UVA. And the cover. Not just the W, the cover too. He's lying. He's Cashed lying. out. Oh, and now I went back to Aaron. Dang. 
I was so, no, I all, all this I one. Look, if, if, if only that was the truth that I went and took $500 of West Virginia but unfortunately I just watched it on my couch like everybody else and just <laughs> like it, it, it wouldn't have been no serious payout anyway that, uh, what? yeah what up what you mean if, 500? If, you, if, if you bet that at the beginning of the year maybe not oh. like just on that one game like you just probably doubling your money you know what I'm saying like you would have had to bet that like I don't know if y'all heard that there was a, a guy who who bet 1500 on Texas Tech at the beginning oh, of the year. Yeah. He actually had two separate tickets. He had a $1,500 one and an $800 one. Can't do it. The $1,500 one was going to pay out $300,000 if they won. The the $800, the $800 one was going to pay out, uh, I think it was maybe like $100, but he sold, he sold that one for twenty grand, like in like the Elite Eight. Somebody bought it from him for twenty grand. And they the bought the one, ticket from them. Yeah, because yeah. they That's a no still they could have. Yeah, they could have won a hundred, so they would have still with, with plus eighty had had Texas Tech won. So they they paid twenty thousand with the chance that they that that would turn into a hundred thousand or whatever. Right. So he cashed out on that one. Obviously, he he had, he ended up holding on to the the three hundred thousand dollar one. Somebody was offering him one twenty five for that, but he ended up holding. Of course, we know Texas Tech lost, but he still got twenty thousand. No, you should have bet against yourself. I would have took the other team for 150 and just took 150 either way, though. You got to do that. When you really like, no, I'm. 150, what? Thousand? He can't. That yeah. was already. This was done at the beginning of the year. Though, no, no. Like, what was, I'm saying is yesterday, because I posted the ticket yesterday. When, I, when right. I got that ticket, if I got one game left on a big bet that's guaranteed. A bunch of money. I just take the other team halfway. So I would have put 150 on um on Virginia. And if Virginia wins, you only lose the fifteen hundred and you win one fifty or close to it. But if your ticket hits, you pay out the one fifty that you already paid out, but you win three hundred. So you he take all money either way. Oh, you gotta have a lot of bread. Just, yeah, he probably just have hundred fifty If you pay a fifteen hundred before the season starts. On Texas Tech, ain't a hundred. Fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred, ain't a hundred. Before the season started, though, if you gambling fifteen hundred like that on that kind of uh, futures bet, though, you got bread. You got bread. We talking about Texas, not Duke. I can see if he bet fifteen hundred on Duke. The nigga bet fifteen hundred on Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on, Jeff. He needs to get anonymous if he ain't got that kind of bread. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he probably need to go to Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones comes back. They, this is upcoming Sunday. Y'all yeah. ready? I am Y'all ready. ready? That's right. You already know. <laughs> Are people going to watch parties, you know, for that, Joe? Sunday mm-hmm. What? You never know, that's what they do, though. Watch parties, you yeah. yeah. be whole bars yeah. filled up with bamas, dog, watching this, you I'm watching my draws in my house. <laughs> 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 it's not um, as fun by yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually great. Like, cause the thing is, like, everybody on social media is gonna just spoil anything. So I, I just rather be now. Hopefully, I can catch it. Cause my what what time to come on? Don't ask me a dumb question. You know the answer to. 
Ten? Now stop it, son. Stop it. Ten o'clock? How many years you been early, watching dog. Game of Thrones, dog? dog. This man dog. Come on. Because I forget. Dog, it went away for like five years or something. Like, it went away for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and now it won't pop back now, on the screen. Ang- oh, Ang- 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 just she fresh out the water, ready for the next the new new episodes yeah. to start because so, yeah. you just finished watching it. Just. So for I, you, I, I just I, rewatched I, that, John, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Episodes are supposed to be like... Uh, two hours long, right? Like an hour, right. hour and a half, hour and a half. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They're like movies. They're all like movies. Dog, yeah. at 10 o'clock, that's a no-go for me. So I can't have people ruin it for me. So I'm going to be off of social Yo, media. I'm going to tell you this much, though. Before next, before next Tuesday, bro, I'm going to just tell you right now, son. Nah, I'm going to play watch around. Nah, I'm going to know. We, yeah, you I'm can't. spoiling everything, dog. You already Monday, know. I'm, watching not, Monday. I'm telling you about right. You're getting spoiled. Uh, yeah, I mean, that. that's like a given. Like, I mean, I think as we, we've mentioned before, it's only like two shows really consensus that all of us watch. And that's probably Game of Thrones and Insecure. Like all the rest of them, it might be three out of the four of us Hold or two on. out of four. I don't think Aaron watched Game of Thrones though. He don't watch that. No, you don't I watch, watch it. it. I watch it. Yeah, okay. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> nah, I only, I only, no, I only I said it. that. I thought it as long as I could, but dog, the Jordan. Yeah, yeah, because I was, because oh. <laughs> I was gonna say that you remember was, that when it was. Yeah, last he slandered. Movie, he slandered the Dungeons and Dragons. But still. But still, though, we would be talking about episodes and he'd be right in the mix talking about the jump. You know what uh, I'm saying? Okay. So, you know, uh, so because, uh, yeah, so look, uh, what, what do we, anybody, like, y'all y'all want to give, like, kind of like y'all predictions real quick on, uh, like, how y'all see things playing out? You know, the Battle of Winterfell, the Battle, uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, That's going to be John like a huge Versus the uh, the night the night crawlers. What? It's the night the night one. The night king dog. It's not over the night crawlers. This ain't X Men. <laughs> <dog. laughs> what are you talking about, man? The White Walkers. Yeah. The White Walkers. White the night king. It's it's yeah. it's, uh, it's Metro PCS versus the uh, the shade. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> oh man. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. Um, schedule that came out um, on social media where it said, okay, starting from this date up until April 14th, uh, if you watch this episode, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, up until April 14th, you'll get all caught up to be able to watch the show and and catch up. That's hilarious. We need that link. Send it to the chat. Yeah, 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 we need that. And it's good because you get get to go back. Yeah, it was a schedule leading up to like almost like a countdown clock. Yeah, that's what she's saying. Like if you watched it according to the schedule, it would have put you right on time to finish before this last season. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and 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 just retest on that whole jump. Like look look at the whole. You should. You should because you start at least the last season. Didn't catch before. Yeah, I'm at least go back and watch the last season. Yeah, you definitely catch things that you didn't see before and, and things you kind of got glossed over. You now realize, oh, snap, that's what they were talking about. Oh, this guy was this guy's brother. You know, like you, you catch more things. That was that was uh, my, my third time watching that giant side. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, I think Game of Thrones is the best show in history. That's my personal Better than opinion. The Wire? History? Uh, the better, Wire. Better, the better Wire than, is vicious, better, bro. Better, no. better, better than The Wire. And I just rewatched The Wire, like, before I had started rewatching Game of Thrones. 
Dog, the wire, yeah. the wire is still you. going on. It's still going you. on in, in Baltimore. You. In real life, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, nah dog. I, I just watched it, y'all. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I'm not speaking from no, I I ain't hating on your opinion. I'm just. Oh my god. So here's a little bit of a, a a different take on Game of Thrones. So I watched Game of Thrones like up to season three, and then when they went on break, I kind of fell off and wasn't really interested into it. And then I was able to get back into it, and then getting back into it, I was able to watch it kind of from a different perspective, and I realized that at the end of the day, this is a zombie, this is a zombie movie show, right? And it's all based in fantasy. The lands aren't real. There's no Winterfell. There's no High Garden. You know, this is this is completely created. And what I noticed was all of the brown people are either slaves or they are like savages. No! And in creating a fantasy world where all this is occurring, I don't understand why there isn't some type of brown king, like not a savage like the Dothaki or a slave like the slavers for the Unsullied. And then on top of that, they emasculate all of the black men. Like I don't, I don't, or brown men, I should say. So that was one of the issues I had with the show, which is why I cannot say Whoa, it. Whoa, my mind is blown right now. What? Because I feel like it emasculated black men. Oh, they got us all out here. This is this is uh, what, is this the no, this the us show? You got the us in the game of those show? Stop fall, playing with me. Fall, and I, fall back, and I, 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 we don't got enough time for me to break down a PowerPoint a presentation on why I feel that it's the best, as opposed to the Wire and some of the other Sopranos, whatever you want to name. Like we don't have enough time. If we dedicate like a show specifically to that or a whole segment to it maybe when when the season finishes in the fitness the finale of the bro, show bro. then then we can go into it my mind so is trash you still dug it what's that if the ending is trash you still dug it it's still a one seat come on i can't i can't, how it is. I can't i can't scrap the whole thing no endings can have a great impact on something though uh yeah i Dang, dog. Angus, I didn't really think about that. About like the the, the colorism in the show and how that that's depicted. I'm going to look look deeper in that. Look deeper in that. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for taking the time, rocking out with us. Um, Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do it again. Cool beans. Have a great one, guys. All right. Thank you to our guest, Angus Lee, for joining us. Today, go follow her. I didn't even give her a chance to shout her, shout her stuff out, but um, you can go follow her at Angus Smiles on IG. NBA playoffs. Uh, looks like the, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conferences are set. Uh, there's still one game left, and I think like for eighth or eighth or ninth seed. It could it could switch up, but it maybe maybe not because the Pistons and the uh, the Hornets had the same. Uh, I think they had the same record, and they're both eighth seeds. I mean, uh, the Hornets are the ninth seed, and the Pistons are the eighth seed. So it looks like Pistons going to be playing Milwaukee. Um, so, uh, did we see who's the MVP this year? Is it Harden? Yeah, M- my vote would be with uh, Giannis. 
It's Giannis, hands down. I mean, I, hands, I don't, hands down is a bit aggressive, <laughs> but I got my vote would go with uh, with Giannis. Anybody else? Anybody other than Giannis? Anybody? Who's going? Who's going to be at conference? Uh, no, I got Harden. You got Harden? Yeah. I, I'm, Just I'm we, torn. Because Bama's going to state their cases. Oh, you till you torn? I'm torn, dog. I mean, you look at you look at you look at Harden's numbers, dog. Harden's numbers says MVP. Giannis numbers do too. That's and, I, and I and I but I and I guess in a sense that but like for me personally when I when you see how Harden like really single handedly just like oh, went on that tear, no, when he went on that tear, oh, they were in like, that position because he slummed for the first two months uh, when everybody was healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody just dismisses that they were in that position where he had to go like that because they had slummed for the first two months. They were 16 and 14 out the gate. Well, meanwhile, Giannis hooped from the jump of the season all the way through the end. So I, no, I just don't, I, I, that argument be silly to me, dog. The Bama Giannis, like, and then there's two sides of the ball. This team got 60 wins. You know what I'm saying? He's his number one okay. in defensive win shares uh, or whatever. Then he's still averaging oh, damn near 30, 13, and, and six, three and five, and five, three. Like his numbers is crazy. And like I yeah. said, he played both sides of the ball. Look, I'm not saying it's a hands down James Harden to run away with it. I was just saying that I just feel like for that that stretch when he was just putting in the work, when you think about the most valuable player and what he's doing in comparison, I mean, you could argue it either way. I mean, I know you're, you're vehemently on the other side of that with, with Giannis and just his production, which I'm not I'm not arguing against. I think he, he did do well. You know what I'm saying? He did put in work. He did carry his team. Especially the other night when they played the Philadelphia 76ers and he like single-handedly like just really took over in that game, which was impressive to me. So if they, you know, if the league decides to give him the MVP, then I'm all for it. But at the same token, I can see why people would I mean, there was a stretch where Harden was was frying so much that people were just slandering him for no reason. People were just coming out of the woodworks talking about how his plays are not sustainable and how he can't do this and can't do that, and yet he was still producing. And I know people don't really... Harden's not the greatest likable guy in the world, you know what I'm saying, where people just like him. But the Bama cooks. He cooks. He cooks. And, And his numbers, to me... Are worthy of conversation of MVP. Um, I mean, I think they. I think that the league will give it to Giannis, um, just because he's kind of like ascended to that tier and really just established that he's a superstar in this league this year. And it's without question. Um, I think he'll get it. But you know, I, I can I can see people making arguments for Harden. I, just, I mean, um, will will the will the Milwaukee Bucks? be the ones to make it out of the Eastern Conference to play in the y'all still still with with the Bucks down to down the stretch? Well we didn't have the Bucks. I I, I know I said Toronto. Oh, I you think this, Aaron, Aaron, yeah, no, Toronto. I think Aaron said Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, God, Toronto. D, I can't remember no. who D said. Celtics. That's what D said. Oh D said the Celtics. You wanna take that back, D? You still riding with them? <laughs> nah, I I said that that particular day. I I think it was like three of us picking Toronto and Harold picking the Sixers. And yeah, then, I think the Sixers. And then in the chat, I was just saying, watch out for the Celtics. They they can make some noise if they continue to play like they were, kind of like down the stretch. But, so what you say now? Toronto. 
still like Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. Uh, you still with the so Sixers? Out of the East, I get. I don't. Them Bamas made me mad the other night because, <laughs> dog, Embiid is good. He's he's borderline great, but dog, these Bamas don't. I, I don't. When they play in these big games, they just they they going to. I don't know what's it's what. Brad like, Brown, dog. It's Brad Brown, dog. Okay. All right. To me, to me. All right. I mean, I'm with it. I think that that that's fair. Um. Yeah, so. I'm with I'm I'm rock with this I'm rock with the Sixers I mean I'm stuck dog you know what I'm saying I'm just rock with them hopefully they they get over the hump um, I, I, I still like I still like the, the Celtics but not more than Toronto but that would be like my second if I had to pick a second team in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Boston um, Warriors got the one seed over in the West you got the Nuggets the Rockets Blazers Jazz Thunder Spurs Clippers and then that's it. Uh, looks like the Warriors are going to get the Clippers and not the Thunder, which they were almost slated to get. Um, and I think that helps the Thunder because I believe the Thunder can beat the Trailblazers. The f- nah, they, I think they, 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 they would be they would be facing Houston. Houston's three. Oh yeah, yeah, Houston's yeah. three. You're right. So that's going to be a good first series. That Rockets and, and Thunder Jump going to be for the marbles right there. Um, Sweet. And then that's pretty sweet. <laughs> the Rockets Rock going to sweep the Thunder, though? You it's think so? Possible. It's definitely possible. Sweet. I don't yeah. see them winning more than one game, honestly. The Rockets got oh they got they got deep over the like the, yeah, the low draft healthy, additions, though. and they got healthy. It just changed their whole roster. Whole roster. All right. So who's the surprise team? Is is anybody going to beat the Warriors, or we it's just just like all for not? Like are we just having this discussion just to have it, or is it really? Cause Steph Curry got his, his his contact lenses back, so he out here cashing in. Yeah, I, I mean it's hard pressed to say, right? Someone's gonna beat him. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could just tell you the teams that give them, you know, uh, you know, the most trouble. Really, only one of them out of the West, and that's Houston. But in the East, they had they actually had more teams that match up better. Milwaukee, Boston. Uh, Toronto uh, match up pretty well. I, I mean, I think Philly would do okay, but I think those first three match up the best with Golden State. So I, I think the Eastern Conference team would actually give Golden State more trouble uh, than anybody in the West uh, will. News. Okay, NFL. Uh, no, before we go to the NFL. Dog, this Tommy Shepard, dog, he's oh, not wow. the it's answer. Not thing, got, dog. It's not dog. a thing, though. It's not a thing, though. And plus, I got it. I was, I saw that John on the dock, and I'm like, here, here, or go, dog. You know, dog, he's not the answer. They're not a firm, dog. They not, they not about to promote him, dog. But even, dog, I'm even a for, Kirk if he do. Son, go ahead, Jeff. You, all I'm gonna say, dog, is like if we keep it at a hundred with ourselves, dog, we're not really in the know and privy like that when it comes to GM, uh, p- uh, people with a, uh, you know, a presidents of operations and stuff like that. We, it's harder for us to speak to that versus, you know, us having watched the game our whole lives and, you know, knowing coaches and players and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, analyzing that and, uh, projecting players in the draft and different things like that. So to me, it's hard for you to be like, 
Tommy Shepard not the guy because we remember how you slandered Troy Brown and I told you to chill out. And we know Troy Brown was hooping down the stretch. Like, let's not act like no, that. But I, the, I, ain't say, that, I ain't say nothing about it. I mean, I ain't say nothing. No, in the games that don't team. count, he was hooping no, down the stretch. That, so was that thirty. So was that thirty-eight-year-old Batman so like, so playing with the Lakers last so year. Guess, he was so cooking at the end too. So I guess Bradley. I'm just saying, Batman's cooking the end. I guess Bradley Bill's numbers ain't mattered in. Huh? I guess he. I guess he ain't mad because it ain't. You know they don't like Bill anyway on here. You know they don't like Bill anyway. He had to play at a higher level. But they don't matter though. They were playing down the scratch. It was against scrub teams. Like you know what I'm saying? It don't matter, Harold. You know this saying? is what I'm that's saying. How, that's when what the games don't. It. When you're when you're not winning, and you and you're putting up Devin Booker's numbers, the 50 point games he putting up, them jumps don't mean nothing to me. You put up 50 points, cool. That's what I'm saying. But if you're Brad, if you're on a Brad losing squad and you're a loser. Brad. I don't. It doesn't mean nothing. Bill, it doesn't hold weight. Bill's joint ain't mean nothing. That's all. No, I'm we're saying. not talking. But we're not talking about Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. What has, do you mean? I'm using that as an example. He played on, on. the same team Bra- like Brown did. No, no, no. No, no, no. Bradley Bill has shown the capacity and the ability to sustain scoring over the course of an entire season, over the course of three seasons, over the course of four seasons, how long he's been in the league. The Bama's shown the ability to have play at a high skill level. Troy Brown has played good down the stretch last that's when he 11, got 12 playing. games. That's, that's when he hold on, got hold on, hold on, hold on. They, first of all, that's false because he got minutes and he got playing opportunities prior to no, the last How many people did they move out? They move Oubre, they move Otto Porter, all these people on the team earlier in the year. Like, come on, dog. Like so these things matter, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. Anyway, but my he, all I'm saying is, playing double-digit minutes. So all I'm saying is, back to the shepherd. Back to the shepherd joint. I just find it hard pressed that you got the information to just throw him out as a wild. No, no. The so, That's all I'm so, saying. So, so, so I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the rationale behind that. It's not that I know him personally. It's not that I know exactly the ins and outs of all that he's done. I do know what he was responsible for while he was with the regime. It's very clear oh what, what his no what his roles and obligations were a part of the team under Ernie Grunfeld. And me personally, I just don't I mean, unless unless the information that's being being given to the public is just completely false of what his what his roles were with the team under on the tag. Now, if he was handling gas cars and travel for the team, that's a different thing. If that's in his scope, then I say, you know what? That he wasn't he wasn't in control of certain things around the team that I have issues Cannot with. Cannot win with so, him. The fact that he was a, a part of player evaluations and, and 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 salary caps and different things like that, and we have Mahimi on the books and other people on our, on our roster, and I don't know what level he oh was. He goodness. what level? Oh no, you can huff and puff, but you you ask for the rationale. I'm giving you rationale. I don't. I don't, want, talk, I don't, I don't want. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I don't want him. Right, he might be qualified to take on a job, but personally, I feel like the fact that he was in the regime and under Ernie and under the workings, I don't want even remotely anything. I want brand new, fresh. I want new start. I don't want to want want someone who could be culpable in some of Ernie's decisions right, so that, you, that went on throughout the time of sixteen so, years because he's been here that long. So, so what do you? So what? What's your retort to the fact yeah. that Tyron Lou? was under black and clearly they had different styles and when he took over you saw the results they won a championship 
But yeah, he was under, he was on David Black's coaching staff. David Black hired him, brought him in. How, so, how long was David Black the coach of that team? How long was, has Shepard been there? He's been there 16 years. So you telling me Shep, Shepard's been there all 16 yes. years as an assistant? Yes. Oh, well, that's, yes. Well, then, well, then that, that's, that's, that's a problem then. Like, cause right, I didn't know right, about that right, bad right. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that's new information to me. I didn't, I didn't. With all I've been through in my way, way past. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? If you were there, somebody, what, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you that's were holding. That's stupid, guys. Right, man. Right, right, you didn't hey, get look, no look. jobs for no other, or uh, offers for other. All right, that's, all right, yeah. yeah all right, that, you got it. Yeah. All right, dab me up, dog. All right, dab me up. We good. We good now? We good? <laughs> Got it, dog. All right, all right, we good. All right. <laughs> NFL draft talk. Let's 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 go through these teams real quick. See these scenarios. Yeah, are the Redskins gonna get Rosen? I mean, we uh, hold on, hold on. Are we gonna start with the NFC? Are we start with the NFC East? Is that what you're doing, or are we just no? We we going down the draft list. It's it's we got num- so we got teams with... and numbers. Oh, okay. You went down. Okay. You the first, the first, the first pick right now is the Cardinals. So, of course, we talking about Rosen and the potential of him going mm-hmm. to the Redskins and and them picking Kyler Murray. I think it's a it's it's done deal. They picking Kyler Murray. And I think what's a what isn't a done deal is what to get in terms of compensation for Rosen because they did move up in the draft to get him, and he was a first round pick in the top ten last year. And they probably they said they asking for a one now. That's they what I'm saying. But they're not going to get a one for him because they're they're no so, leverage. That's it. Facts, facts. Come on. So I don't if you don't, if how teams do that, right? If you're going to draft the quarterback at number one, that sends a message to the league that this guy's not the guy. So you're not going to get a number one pick for him, even if he came out last year. That's that's just my opinion. So at this point, and they, and they probably don't want him to go to a good team. To be honest, they probably want him with the Redskins or want him with a poor organization. Because if he ends up excelling, that's right? You already know. Then right. That's also yeah. going to be. Where they, they, you know where they them. would want him to go? Miami. A team go. like that. That would Washington. be perfect. Any trash organization with a trash owner be perfect fit. Right. They don't want him going like to the Giants. They don't. They don't want that or the Patriots. That, yeah. That's the last thing they. They're want. They're not taking that one. Uh. So he might. I, I, I mean, if we give up a two, I'd be okay with that. I'm okay with a two. Same here. I mean, if we were, but I, I think we're not in love with him, so I don't think it's gonna happen with the Giants. Y'all love Daniel Jones. I don't know what the Giants gonna do now. Stop, man. I, I do. Stop. <laughs> man. I already, I've already said I that several times. So let's let's Yo, go to number two. Let's go to number two before we do San Francisco, that. number two. Yeah. What they need to do. Nick Bosa. That's what they're going to do. Right. Nick Bosa? They don't need to do that, though. I would take Josh Allen, but they're going to go Bosa. <clears throat> probably so. That that would probably be what they're end up doing. And they... I don't know. I haven't looked at a lot of Nick Bosa because he barely played last year. And so Yo, you got to go back to 2017 right. to see Nick Bosa. That's what I'm saying. So that's the thing about picking that guy that high. You know what I'm saying? So, but Kyler Murray played one year though. Like so, like if you go no, about that, right? diff- no, no. But what I'm saying is he pretty much didn't play that much last year at all. But you got the tape from before that though. Is what I understand I'm that, but that's that's a whole year ago. See, the thing is with a lot of these players, if you go back a year or a year and a half. It's a lot. It, a lot of things change. Like teams can get used to you, the way you play, your style, and they catch up to you. Even in college, 
And so you'll see a guy have a he'll crush a sophomore year. He's like, oh, he's gonna be a top five pick, and then he may the the, the junior year he may not play as well, and it can just hurt his draft stock, or it could, it could flip. So I'm just saying for somebody like him, yeah, maybe he will cook. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying, do you want to take a chance on a number two overall pick in the draft on a guy that barely played any collegiate football last year? And they That's took the defensive line the last, what, three years? Two, three years? Yeah, in the first were, round? Yeah, they picked Solomon Rick? Thomas. And, 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 and then, the, uh, what's the other dude's name from Oregon, the D-lineman? That they took oh, two Buckner, years ago. Oh, Buckner. DeForest Buckner. Yeah, DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner. Yeah. That's true. They're trying to build a, a powerhouse Dean London. Uh, have- John Lynch don't know what he's doing over uh, there, though. At all. They probably be out of there. Because to me, yeah. they really do need offensive help, but I understand the D-line rationale as well. Yeah. So let's let's just focus more so like on what what the team needs. Like, okay. It, what, what, they, what they're missing. Pass the right. Jets. Wide receiver. Right. Oh, Jets. Man. Everything? Uh, nah, let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs> they, they, got back. they got running back now. They got okay. running oh, back yeah. in the... So yeah, a tight yeah. end, a feature yes. tight end, I think would help. Um, Wide receiver, a lot. Yeah, edge rusher. Uh, they probably need D lineman as well. Their D line is not what it used to be. They, all their guys are gone yeah. now. So yeah, I go out on a limb and take Hawkinson at three, though. It sometimes teams try to be too balanced, and that's what ends up killing them. You got to get dominant on one side of the ball, and I think they may be closer on offense with Le'Veon Bell than they are defense mm-hmm. now. So I would, I would add a tight end that he can rely on to help him um, develop. Yeah, safety blanket. Uh, Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> Raiders got, re- they got receivers. Except they, receivers. They need defense. No, they, they need safety. defense. They need defense so badly. It's, I mean, they pretty much farmed away. They're one of the best defensive players last year. So, I mean, they got to start spending on defense. They got all these picks now. and yeah, I three just, ones. Yeah, I just... They're going to go edge rusher. rusher. They'll probably go linebacker, DB. They need all of that on defense. They need just a whole new starting defense, really. Who's after that? Uh, Bucks? No. Bucks, yeah. After the Raiders, is the Bucks. They probably need defense, don't they? Yeah, they're going to probably go linebacker, maybe. Yeah, because Juan Alexander walked, I think. Yeah, um, he yeah. got off. Yeah, so probably receiver and, um, and defense. Oh, that's right. The D, uh, what's the name? DJ Axe is gone. Yeah. Then you got uh, then you got your boys D at six. Six. Wide I receiver. got two first round picks, dog. Now, y'all, y'all, y'all in business, bro. You size to change the game, that's dog. Right. He's trying to size big time. I hear you putting a lot of what y'all need, dog. Not dog. quarterback. Let me ask you a question. What do we not need? That's what you really should be saying. What did Running I not? We need quarterback. That's the only thing. We need quarterback. Yo, we need we need probably need a wide receiver. We need O line. We need we need pass rushers. We need interior linemen. We need linebackers. We need DBs. We need a whole new defense. So we we got a lot of you know. So uh, we got all these. You got all these draft picks. So we got to do something with them. And it's probably gonna be majority defense. That's what I see. Then you got the Jaguars at seven. Hmm. If Leonard Fournette can stay healthy, they got a quarterback now, Nick Foles, about to carry him. Is he? I mean, they got weapons on offense. I would say, I think they're going to be really good this year. I just think only thing they need is, to me, the defense was still really good. I I don't know. Safety problem. 
what was the issue last year with the, I don't know if it was a play call, I don't know if it's because of the losing and the, the team, it was kind of like a little bit of inner like bickering between the players and mm-hmm. on the field you saw it. So I don't know if that's just because they just weren't playing well and they weren't winning games. But to me, they need wide receiver, maybe tight end, running. I like their receivers though. They got yeah, the receivers. That's true. D.D. Westbrook, uh, Chark still on there. Chark. Um, they got young core. And who's the other one? They'll look. They'll look a lot of be- a lot better with foes too. Yeah, than, than people, people gonna sure. see how good their receiving core is. I think that's true. Year. Yeah, that's been. And then they need to do he in the running back though. They were talking. Uh, about no, they, got they, don't love, they don't love him though. They were trying he, to move him, and he always hurt too, though. Right. Like, yeah. And um, you can't still can't play that steamroll style of running either. Every down where you just run into the back of the pile and be one of those tiptoe bandits at 250 pounds. So maybe they do need a change of pace running back. Uh, Detroit. Everything. Quarter- quarterback. <laughs> That's not going to happen, though. No, it That's won't. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Until they it does, they'll be what they are. And they should have never got rid of uh, Caldwell. That's a fact. We talked about that, too, on the show. Should have never did that. They, they trash, dog. They trash. They need DB. They uh, need running back. They need edge rusher. They need. They need a lot. Receiver, oh, receiver, tight end. Yeah, what they got? Oh, line, yeah. everything. Um, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo. Everything. Well, a whole out, new fifty-five. Shout out, yeah, he always. This bad Medea always be all shot. Buffalo. They need all new Buffalo. They need an all new fifty-five. Buffalo. No, no, no. They need all new everything, though. That's what I'm saying. They might be on relocated. They need to do like Madden and put him in a new city. No, tell me what they got. Name some stuff that Buffalo has. That's impressive. They did get two receivers. They got John Brown, and who was the other guy they got that went there in free agents? Um. Cole Beasley. Level yeah, Cole Beasley. Yeah, Cole so, Beasley. So, I mean, that should help a little bit. Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. What was their record last year? Six, not enough. Nah, they got, they picking at they picking at, I, I they picking think, at nine, so better. they got at least six. Dog. I think they'll be better. Yeah, they my, my question to you guys is this. Does Buffalo really believe in Josh Allen, at quarterback? Cannot win with him. I think he outplayed what I anticipated him doing yeah, last year. Look, let me tell you that what he was doing that was admirable, and I and I you know he used his strengths, you know what I'm saying, to help them be competent and win games last year. But is that sustainable though, moving forward? Do you did you it's see anything? Not. Okay, did you see anything last year that makes to say like, oh yeah, he is the quarterback of the future? I mean, he can no, beat though. He's that. a gamer. He's no, a he gamer, does. So. But, is but that, what his is that weakness enough? was coming out, I think he spoke to that. I think he played with heart. Whereas in college, when they played against those good teams, it looked like he shut it down and just like couldn't compete. So the questions I had about him, I felt like were kind of answered. He still has to develop though as a quarterback. I wouldn't like yeah. stamp him as the quarterback of the future, but you drafted him, so you're kind of stuck with him for the next three years. No, you're not. The Cardinals are not stuck with Rosen. They hired a coach that got fired from a terrible college bas- uh, football team. So <laughs> what they doing is a whole different, a whole different. Yeah, thing, they ain't they ain't under the same parameters though. <laughs> uh, the Broncos. They need quarterback. They back at square one. <laughs> quarterback, dog. Quarterback, dog. They, they need quarterback. quarterback. 
You, they need you O-line Flacco, Flacco, you ain't... No, on, they, need, they need O-line and they need quarterback. To me, that's the... Those are the things they're probably addressed. No, but they're not going to pick a quarterback. They're not going to pick a quarterback. Why wouldn't they? They should. Because they got Flacco. That's what John Elway does, dog. No, Elway be picking the wrong quarterback, but he be picking it, though. If, if, if... What I'm, you know, people are saying that what's name is falling in draft now, ha- Haskins, supposedly, whatever. But if he is, sprint to the table. That's take- it. Denver's going to pick Haskins or Drew Locke. One of the two of them are going to get drafted, I believe, by Denver. I'll be shocked if they did anything else because they don't okay. have a quarterback. And Flacco, they know what that is stopped at all day. Yes. They should trade for Rosen as well. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't trade for Rosen. Yeah. Because. Oh, yes. Franchise, <laughs> and and Rosen uh, right. always been in, and he always been in warm weather places. I don't know if oh, he, yeah. knew he could play. And his there. politics, yeah, him and John Elway wouldn't get along. I forgot about that. Yeah, Bengals at eleven. Quarterback. Go <laughs> ahead, dog. Andy Dalton. Then he old. Then he old line. Yeah, O line. Defense. They, they quarterback to me, but, but Harold, but seriously, look at their quarterback situation over the Andy Dalton. I mean, how many more years does he, does he really have? There you have it. Like, just the think dude about behind him wasn't too bad. I can't oh, think stop. of his name. Driscoll is not okay. no Harold Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll no, better no, than no, no, no. Andy Dalton to wash, dog. That don't make him good. Come on, right. Andy Dalton. Right. But, but, but right. they're not a wash, though. Driscoll and Dalton is better than Driscoll, though, son. You know what I'm saying? You sure? I think so. I think so, man. Uh, Plus, he's a quarterback. You ain't gonna put no futures bet on that, Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm Green not Bay. <laughs> Green, Green Bay. Um, wide receiver for sure. Wide receiver. Yeah, for yeah, yeah without a doubt. Yeah. And secondary. And probably they drafted two corners. Uh, they should you, be better this year. Yeah, be okay. I feel like. I feel like they could draft uh, what's his name that uh, wide receiver that they were saying who was going to draft from uh, Oklahoma. 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 Oh, Brown. Brown. Yeah, I feel like they oh, could Brown. use a Brown. Like, you know what I'm saying? He would be he would forget with them. Um, Marquise Brown. Dol- yeah, Marquise Brown. Dolphins at 13. Dolphins. Quarterback. A new 55. New 55. They're taking a lot if he's there. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at 14. They need probably edge rusher. <laughs> I thought you were waiting for me to say quarterback. I thought you were about to slam the quarterback. Redskins at fifteen. Wide receiver, pass rusher, linebacker, cornerbacks, safe free safety. You you pretty much name interior lineman. You named them all: quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Well, I mean, they, they got which McCall it coming back. I mean, he's gonna be yeah. off the torn ACL. AP but, and guys, um, yeah, and guys, yeah, yeah. I like the running back. That's the only position I like. Yeah, our running back is solid. I feel like um, Carolina. D line is nice. Yeah. He said Carolina. Yeah, all them out. Wide receiver, dog. Yeah, all wide day. Remember, they, they, they got wide receiver in eleven seasons, time. though. They, they had. Which they McCall did. it started to show out though last year as a rookie. Uh, DJ um, Moore, yeah, yeah, Moore, young. Yeah. So I mean, just man. cut back on the fumbles. Yeah, yeah. He, they definitely need to fall back on that. But um, but they moved um, Funches too, so they need another receiver. Yeah, like, bigger true. body possession receiver. True, true. Vikings. I would love to see DK Metcalf go to quarterback. Oh, 
<laughs> they, they, still got, they still got no. still got millions guaranteed money left to get up by man. And they got guaranteed no, I, this, playoff appearances look, too. Look, look, after this year, it's gonna be some it's gonna be some talks about Yeah, we we'll hear it, Harold. You get slandered on IG, dog. Cool. After up. this year, it's gonna be some Yo, talks. Does does he get does he get a um all is forgotten. What's his name? Bro. Fire, young. Does he get the head a, coach Zimmer? Yeah, yes, he does. Zimmerman. Does he get him? Oh, yeah, he gets Zimmerman. They should have kept Zimmer. case. I don't think so. But Zimmer, but Zimmer don't know he gonna get that Kirk Cousins gonna get him fired. He, he does. Him. No, they rescinded <laughs> no, the know. offense from him. They simplified the offense midseason. He knows. Uh, he, he didn't he know before he, he signed him, but he knows now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they quarterback in my yeah you right I mean it's a need but it's not like a, a, a must have right now need right. that could be like a couple years down the road so what tight end so then he that's right sure yeah they got they goals then he said yeah they I mean they could use a little yeah they could use a little but they got everybody though everything it's, though yeah he's yeah. the only oh, change though and what do you know they missed the playoffs as soon as he walked in the door <laughs> <laughs> so from 13 no. wins to seven, dog, get out of here. No. Eight, get out of here. They need, they need uh, uh, psychologists. That's, That's what they need. O line is the only way Kirk Cousins in his brain. Stop, man. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Everything on offense. Do they need a quarterback? I mean, they do. Nah. He can't stay dumb. healthy, though. Realistically. Realistically, that might be. I mean, they got um. Any wide receiver sad too. But, but the number one Bama was Josh starting to cook. Your boy started to cook, D. Yeah. Who? The big. The big. I can't no, think of his name. Number five. They took him number five two years ago. Yeah, the um, big Bama. He, the running back. It was back. your dude. No, nah, the, the receiver. receiver. The receiver. I can't oh. think of his name for nine. Oh, 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 oh. Corey Davis. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was your boy in the draft, dog. Yeah, you forgot all about. Bro, I, I, I picked so many great players, I kind of lose track. <laughs> 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 oh man! But they need wide receiver help still, in my opinion, or tight end or something. I mean, it, you know, they got Delaney Walker, but you know, yeah, and no, he got he hurt was, last he year. Right. Soon, man, he might yeah, need he to uh, Steelers at twenty. Wide receiver. My receiver, um, running back, linebacker. Yeah. They yeah. got Connor. Yeah, yeah Connor is kind of nice. Though. Yeah, Connor played good though. Yeah, he, he did play good. very well. I, I think they more need more I, defensive help, like edge runner, so linebacker, yeah. like DB help. They always need DB help. DB for team. sure. They say, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> yeah, secondary trash. Uh, Seattle, everything. Wide receiver. No. Sign, Ru- sign Russell Wilson. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's true. But to me, Seattle mainly needs offense. O line, like wide receiver, or some type of tight end, and and a runner, and and then maybe another and running back, possibly a better play caller. Like boy, that's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. That's true. I feel like it's just backyard football with Russell Wilson. The way that the offense works, it's just like, all right, make something happen, scramble drill. And that's I feel like it's like that every single play. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Receiver. Right. Receiver. Replace that linebacker position. Yeah, uh, they, they lost. They need some help at safety. They lost Weddle. Yeah. They lost Mosley from running back. Yeah. 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 Uh, you said running back? Yeah. They got, yeah. They got uh, what's his name? Stop Ooh. it. 
Stop it. Who? Ingram? You talking about Ingram? Ingram. Yeah, Ingram's solid. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He, you said he's solid. Right. Exactly. You need, they need something. Lamar, remember, Lamar can't exactly light you up for 400 yards every week. So you right. need more than a solid running back. Right. <laughs> and he, yeah. All right. Texans at 23. O-line. Saran rap for um, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they need old yeah, line. They need old line help, dog. They'll probably need If they don't pick an old lineman, dog, then whoever's in their front office is on right. hard drugs, dog. They don't want him to do yeah. the one, yeah. Second, probably uh, secondary help, too. Yeah. Uh, Raiders at 24. They got they got two first-round picks. 24. Um, yeah, we already said them. Oh, they got three. They got they three got, first yeah, round picks. Yeah. We already that's said that. These bad boys are loaded, bro. They need defense. That's what they really need is defense, man. Like, their whole defense needs a whole new look. And play. Oh, I told you, you need a pass rush. Right. 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 Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, edge rush. Yeah, edge rush. Interior linemen. They can't stop the run. Any linebackers, DBs. I mean, any any position. That's so any wide receiver. And then go ahead and get a wide receiver. If they get, no, no, no. They loaded that wide receiver. Wide receiver. They got. Oh, no, they, they got, got Brown. And they got, they um, got Tyrell Brown. Williams from. Uh, oh, they do got Tyrell from the Chargers. Okay, yeah, for the Chargers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dang, so they could just get two pass rushes back to back, you know, and just yeah. right. And that, <laughs> that, just change, that changes everything. Just go ahead, right. so, select. Oh, we get him and him, and and we'll get to see really finally, like for all once and for all, Derek Carr. Like, yeah, and it, they got that new left tackle. Yeah, yeah, because oh, this is last year. Because Brown, because either yeah. either uh, Gruden getting him up out of there, or yeah. or he gonna prove that all right, right, rock with And you. that's if that doesn't happen before the season starts. I'm inclined that's, to think it's a possibility think, he may get moved. You think he may get traded during the draft? Possibly. I think so. If if the player that he wants is there, if Kyler Murray is available, meaning in a trade, if Arizona's holding on to Rosen to try to pull off a last-ditch effort to pick up more picks, I think the Raiders could be in play for that. Okay. Huh. Uh, Chargers. Quarterback to back up Rivers, not to start. Um, yeah, probably replace that receiver. Antonio Gates is up there. Your boy Henry's still there, though. Um, yeah, he's coming back this year, so he'll he be healthy. They don't really need a whole lot. Yeah, they don't need a lot. whole lot, though. It's yeah, just more, it's about, it's about, <laughs> yeah, it's just about yeah. depth for them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Chiefs. Defense. Defense, oh, defense, oh, defense, 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 dog. Every position on defense, dog. Every single They might need they might even trade. They need they might even need to trade this pick and go back into the second round with two uh, two more picks just so they can get defensive badmins, dog. Cause there's a bunch of pass rushes in this this draft. So uh I didn't know Green Bay had a uh, had a second pick in the first round. They got the 30th pick. Okay, so they got two as well. So they can they can double up. Dang, that, it's a rack of teams with two picks in this draft. Yeah, we then you got uh, we got two. Oakland got multiple. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you got the the Rams at thirty one, and they probably just need to. They may they may need like they may need some linebacker help. I like their D line, but maybe they can lose some help at yeah, linebacker. What, didn't yeah. uh, which didn't Whitworth retire? 
No, he coming back. Oh, he coming back. Uh, yeah. And what do you call hasn't signed signed yet? Uh, back with him. Yeah, Sue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they they might you know. He did better in the playoffs. Yeah, he had his moments. He had his moments. Yeah. He was solid. At least he played the whole year. He wasn't like, you know. I'd rather draft somebody in the second round and pay them $800,000 than to pay Sue $8 million for him to give you the production that he does at this point in his career. Yeah, I agree. And then you got uh, Robert Kraft. And the Patriots, they're gonna need tight end. Obviously, they're. I mean, quarterback, tight end. Um, Don't say quarterback. Not with uh, they got the backup. They dog. gotta get the yeah. They gotta get the groom. The next Jimmy. G. Every time they every time they get somebody to groom, it's bad. But Tom Brady throw a fit, and and then they end up having to part ways. I'm also maybe edge rusher because they lost Trey Flowers this year. In, in free agency yeah they they always find a way to find these yeah. homegrown guys that just cook somehow yeah and then we uh, Dallas Cowboys don't have a first round pick so what they gonna do with that you know he gonna get his contract they better pay you heard what Jerry Jones talking about that ain't hear none for. of that a reasonable fair market deal. They got to discount the first four years of his career, dog. Pay the man. No discount. Y'all got him for 800 k this year. Yeah. He took Ooh. the discount already. Dad. Yeah. He only made like two and a half million dollars his whole career. Like no more discounts, though. Yeah. He he got to That's why I saw that. I was like, man, they that bad. If Dak take a discount, he tripping. The longer he, the longer they wait. The, the higher that price is going to get, yeah. in my opinion. If he break out this year, which he could do with that loaded squad, they, he, man, he, they didn't uh, Kirk Cousins laid the blueprint, dog. Like, I mean, if they want to play around, go ahead yeah. and franchise me. It'll be, right. what, 30, 30 plus yeah. million by right. that time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got all the leverage, dog, so. Bama won a division two out of the last three years in, in his first three years in the league. Yeah. Won multiple playoff games. He already didn't he already win more. Uh, well, he tied Romo. He won one. Play. Yeah. Well, yeah, he tied Romo. Yeah. So. Yeah. Romo. But yeah. Dang yeah, dog. That's the whole first round. Of course, we'll have, we'll have our, our OSS mock draft where we'll go through the players and we can talk. Not just talk about what they did in those positions, but the players that they need to put in those positions. Um, and who who the team should pick? Like if we if we 30, 30, 32 team GMs out here, uh, and that that's pretty much it. I think lad tomorrow night's on a. Did any, any of y'all watch the women's uh NCAA championship jump? Nah, dog. Nah, I just seen the highlights of that jump. Looked like it was another bomb. Yeah, it was a decent game though. It was Man. a decent game. Jump went to the wire. Went to the wire. She, she missed the free throws last year. She was clutch, but she missed she missed the jumps that would have sent it in an OT. I can't pronounce her name, man. What is that? Nguma K or Nguma? Yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I yeah, we caught the jump the other day. Uh, it was, I mean, it was, it, it did go to the wire. Went to the wire. Was it? Well, who was it? It was Notre Dame and uh, 
Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, Notre Dame and Baylor. Um, and that's the and that's Baylor's third chip since I think 05. It would have been would have been Notre Dame. So I mean, at least they get some other blood in it besides uh, UConn. Because I think yeah, it's UConn been it's been Tennessee. yeah it's been some some years now since UConn won it at least about four something like that four or five maybe. So that's good, the good tide. for them. Yeah, good. The tide. Ah. Well, that is all. Aaron, you get shots up, dog? You back hooping? Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm trying to loosen up this Achilles. Don't do it. Starting to, starting to put pressure. Whoa. 20, um, 2020, dog. Next thing you know, I better jump and touch the rim. He lying. And then. Then you lying is the question. So you gonna get back out there? Nah, he the chill dog. He nah, chill. dog. I ain't about so to you, get back you out. might, yeah, you might have to, you might have to uh, go and retire. Yeah. Yo, the thing retire, is, young, it's just so, it's so <laughs> devastating, dog. I, I, yeah. It's you life, dude, dog. Do, it's dog. life. Yeah, you want to go out in your own terms. <laughs> yeah, dog. You know exactly. You already know. Why want to say, want to say bye to the game when I'm ready to say bye, dog? We gonna have a ceremony for you, dog. We need to help you. Uh, just shoot like two free throws. Then we gonna tie your shoes together, throw it over the little power joint. Call it a career, dog. Sir. Oh, so just so everybody knows, we got the drag party. It's uh, April 25th. It's at Green Turtle and Gambrills. Uh, you know, we're inviting everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just show up. Uh, it, we'll have food there at the place. But once that joint is gone, you're on your own, JoJo. <laughs> so just letting people know you come through the joint. Uh you know, it, it should be a good time. We're gonna be mingling. You know, um, wear your wear your sports gear. You know, your fan gear to the jump, whatever you want to do. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, bring your. I mean, you can invite whoever you want. Um, uh, that is all. Man. Uh, shout out to Wes Buffy, uh, Kendall Dale Earl. Shout out to. Sports Talk Tasha, shout out to uh, Kicking It With G-Man, Ben and Those Best, my man, uh, Dan. Shout out to Lance J Radio and Free Agent Radio. And that is all. That's all. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, just search other side of sports or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do, feel? Do